Hey, this is Guy Sebastian, and you're listening to FM 99.3. Northside Radio, FM 99.3. This is Northside Radio 99.3. It's Brendan Zhu here with Richard Bell, and we've got a special guest uh, here with us today, who's Megan Waddell, who's a fourth-year law student at Macquarie University and currently on the executive of the Macquarie University Sustainability Society. Megan, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Brendan Richard. Great. Well, uh, one of the things that uh, we often hear about in the news and in the media is, of course, the impact of COVID-19 on university students and HSC students as well. And so, Megan, tell us a bit about, you know, what is it actually like uh, being a university student, um, but also the impact on the campus lifestyle, given that, you know, university is more than just the studies and the academics. It's the networking, it's the meeting people, it's the campus lifestyle and how it's all changed. Yeah, so unfortunately, uh, due to COVID, uh, our campus had to be uh, shut down uh, last semester. And so um, all university activities had to be moved online, uh, including classes and also um, yeah, social activities. So this had a significant impact on how students were able to connect with their peers and in particular, uh, how student societies and clubs were able to run as they couldn't hold in-person events anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, uh, thankfully, um, we were able to shift uh, most of these events and initiatives to online platforms instead. Great. Well, for someone who's listening who may be a student at Macquarie University, um, what are some of the upcoming initiatives uh, for semester two? Uh, yeah, so you mentioned that I'm part of the Macquarie University Sustainability Society, and so uh, we uh, host events uh, that are helping people to become more aware and um, yeah, helping people who might be interested in living a more sustainable and environmentally conscious lifestyle. So uh, this semester, we are continuing to host our online events, which include uh, panel discussions and workshops. Uh, more recently, we hosted a uh, online workshop on how to make your own reusable face mask. Right. Okay. And uh, for those who you know might want to make their own reusable face mask, given the health concerns, uh, but also sustainability concerns, given uh, that if you use one, a disposable one every time, you're obviously throwing away a lot of waste. How does someone make a disposable face mask? Yeah, so uh, in uh, the online workshop, uh, one of my fellow executive members was able to show us how to construct a face mask simply using some old fabric from an old T-shirt, just some scissors and some string. Uh, Now that uh, it's becoming uh, more necessary to to wear a face mask, there are plenty of tutorials available Mm. online uh, that can show you how to make one, uh, even uh, many tutorials that don't require a sewing machine. So it's becoming much more accessible uh, to make your own rather than continuing to use the disposable ones. That's right. Yeah, well, that's a great initiative of the Sustainability Society. And you have an interest in environmental law and sustainability as we can hear. And so tell us a bit about why environmental law and uh, what would be something that would be of interest to our viewers that they might not know about environmental law? I was initially drawn to environmental law uh, in my studies as I was able to learn about how connected it is to so many other areas of law. Um, This might be surprising to some listeners to hear that environmental law is connected to things like 
corporations law, taxation, and even superannuation. Uh, but I was able to learn how everything that we do has an impact on the environment, but also that we are impacted by it too, uh, including when it's not properly uh, protected or managed. Uh, so I'm passionate about environmental law, um, not just so that we can enjoy nature and plants and animals, but because I can see how it has a significant impact on other areas of our life, such as health, businesses and economies. That's right. That's terrific. Well, uh, listeners on the North Shore area, the leafy North Shore, would obviously be able to see the impact of environmental law on things uh, that govern, uh, such as disputes between neighbours on trees and everything that we love and enjoy. And so it's quite relevant to our day-to-day lives. This is Northside Radio 99.3. Uh, we will continue this conversation with Megan Waddell, who's a university student at Macquarie University, um, but also on the executive of the Sustainability Society. And shortly, uh, we will hear a few things about environmental law, uh, but also some sustainability tips for those listening at home uh, on how we can improve uh, our approach towards uh, using things, but also how we can reduce our waste. And so this is Northside Radio 99.3. Northside Radio, FM 99.3. Northside Radio, 99.3. That was Elvis Presley falling in love uh, with you. If you've just joined us, uh, we're having a conversation with Megan Waddell, uh, who is a Macquarie University uh, law student and on the executive of the Sustainability Society as well. And uh, she's on the line and we're just going to continue our conversation. We'll be hearing a few uh, tips on sustainability shortly, uh, but we'll continue what we were mentioning about environmental law. And uh, Megan, uh, who is a law student, has an interest in environmental law and law reform in particularly. Uh, so Megan, tell us a bit about some environmental law reforms uh, that has been happening recently that may be of interest to our listeners. Yeah, so um, many listeners would probably know of friends or family who were impacted by the bushfires last summer and have seen the devastating impact um, and damage um, that that's caused to our bushland and native animals. Mm. Uh, so uh, there's been uh, actually a recent review into the uh, federal environmental and biodiversity legislation, which has provided some positive proposals for law reform uh, that aim to ensure that we can uh, truly protect um, our uh, amazing wildlife and country and so uh, these would help to uh, prevent uh, such uh, yeah, natural disasters in the future and I'm hopeful um, if we can effectively implement these uh, reforms that uh, yeah, we'll be able to prevent um, these um, yeah, bushfires in the future. Certainly and as we head towards spring and soon summer that's suddenly uh, something that we are all thinking of uh, especially with the past year that we've been having uh, so far. And now to the part which I've been looking forward to, the sustainability tips for those listening at home. Uh, given that, you know, during COVID-19, a lot of us have been at home more often as a result of creating more waste at home. What are your tips for those uh, people at home uh, who want to be reducing their waste footprint? Yeah, so now that many of us are at home more, we're most likely uh, cooking and eating at home a lot more. Uh, And so we are confronted with uh, how much waste we're producing from our packaging, from our ingredients and our food scraps. Uh, But there are actually so many small changes we all can make to reduce our environmental impact uh, as we cook at home. Uh, So one uh, tip that I would have um, is to look into the uh, many free recycling programs that are now available uh, for items that you can't normally place in your recycling bin. 
Uh, a great example of this is soft plastics, such as plastic bags and wrappers, which you can now bring to uh, grocery stores like Coles and Woolworths, um, to uh, bins that are provided by a company called Red Cycle, which turn these soft plastic items into uh, useful things like traffic cones and park benches. That's great. Well, I, I know many of our residents will be familiar with the three bins uh, that the council provides with general waste, recycling and garden, but that, that fourth one, the red cycle ones that you can do uh, through organisations such as uh, Woolies and Coles for soft plastics would be a good initiative. And tell us a bit about the compost bin and the Bukashi bins uh, with the food scraps that you've mentioned. I know uh, for many of us, composting is just simply putting the banana peel straight to the garden, but it seems to be there's a bit more to that. Tell us a bit about that. Uh, yeah, so uh, there's actually um, a special type of composting bin called a bakashi bin, uh, which uh, you put your food scraps into uh, and then you add um, a special uh, substance, uh, which is like a bakashi, which is kind of like an organism that helps to break down the food scraps. And it helps um, to produce um, a fertilising liquid that you can use in your garden. So in a way, it's kind of an intermediary step. Uh, that provides nutrients for your garden and then you would then place those food scraps uh, later on after that uh, yeah, breaking down process into your, uh, your regular compost heap. So this helps divert um, this food waste from landfill uh, and also helps to provide useful nutrients for your garden or house plants. That's fantastic. And I know something that I've shared about uh, previously, if you are a resident um, in a council such as Willoughby City Council or even Karingai Council, uh, our councils are part of an initiative called the Compost Revolution where we provide subsidised products uh, such as compost bins, such as worm farms and such as bakashi bins that Megan has referred to um, for your composting and food waste sustainability needs. So if you're interested and you live on the North Shore and you're part of the eligible local government areas, uh, please visit compostrevolution.com.au and you'll be able to uh, participate in your your own at-home sustainability initiatives. And so this is Northside Radio 99.3. Uh, we've just had Megan Waddell on the phone who shared about her experiences as a law student at the Macquarie University, uh, but also some of the sustainability initiatives uh, that uh, will be relevant for those at home and some environmental law reforms. And so, Megan, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. This is Northside Radio uh, with Brendan Zoo and Richard Bell here. And uh, now uh, we will continue uh, with a few songs. And so stay on for some great tunes. 99.3 Northside Radio. Northside Radio, FM 99.3. One city, almost 5 million people. One station that can entertain them all. FM 99.3.